Welcome to the Membership Guys podcast. Kick-ass advice and tips for membership site owners. Hi guys, this is Mike from the Membership Guys checking in with the final instalment of the launch diary where we're talking about the lessons learned and the experiences that we've had in launching the Member Site Academy. This is, of course, the Membership Guys podcast. This is the podcast in which we talk about all things related to membership sites, whether you're just starting out with an idea or running a membership site and looking for insight and advice on how to grow it. This is the podcast for you. And this episode marks the conclusion of our three-part launch diary. So when we left off, we were pretty much there. We were at our launch We told you the backstory where the idea came from, the struggles we had in actually starting to get things moving, get the ball rolling. And then we told you about the various hurdles and obstacles that we had in the run-up to launch in the final couple of weeks of the launch. And we told you a little bit about the strategies that we had in place in terms of lead generation and you know funneling people through ready for when we opened our doors. So in terms of the actual launch timeline, on the Friday so we decided we were launching on a Monday and this was to coincide with the end of the 30-day challenge which was a lead building exercise that we did uh, that was very successful so we timed it so that that would end on the Sunday which was the 31st of the previous month and then the Monday which was the first we would open the doors to the member side academy so it's that natural lead-in from someone doing the 30-day membership challenge into the academy but before that we ran a little beta test the week before with uh, some of our select clients and then on the friday as a kind of a surprise uh, bonus for people who signed up to our coming soon list we opened the doors early for an early access weekend and once we actually had the date and once we knew when the academy was going to be open which we'd kind of finalized about four to six weeks prior then we'd actually started reactivating our waitlist and warming them up a little bit so we sent them a number of different emails we didn't go over the top but we sent them things like a behind the scenes video so i filmed a behind the scenes video basically showing everything that we were working on the academy um what different features there were what courses we had the community the live training stuff that we had lined up so that was kind of the first real look behind the curtains that people had had so we got a lot of great response to that because you know we've been talking about the academy um throughout our communications with these guys that signed up because they were interested in what was to come and now we were given a look at them so that visual side of things showing people what uh, your site's all about and showing them behind the curtains that can be a great great way and we know that converts very well for a number of our clients too we'd also during our beta testing one of our testers gave us an amazing testimonial so we had some awesome feedback anyway some very positive stuff but this was uh, so well written in terms of kind of encapsulating what the academy is all about And we actually decided to just put that in an email with her permission. We just put that in an email as a kind of a, don't just take our word for it, find out what other people are saying kind of thing. So we used that. We also did things, we used a kind of quote unquote fake survey. So that was actually one of the first things that we did just as a way of um, almost reactivating our waiting list and, and priming them 
for future communications, we sent them a survey. It was a legit survey. It wasn't an actual fake survey in which we were asking for suggestions on training topics. Now, this was a, a twofold thing. We actually wanted the feedback as well because you know we've got a whole bunch of ideas for the live training. Um, we've got several of those prepared. We've got courses that we know we're working on in our pipeline. You know, we've got ideas that'll last us ages um, in terms of all this awesome new stuff we want to create. But it doesn't hurt to have more input. So we thought this would not only be a good opportunity to get a bit of feedback, but actually that was the secondary objective. The primary objective and the primary purpose of that email when we sent out this survey to our waitlist was just to kind of sneak in through the back door um, information about what we were working on. So it was, we hadn't really said anything to them previously because we didn't have anything to say to them other than this is coming soon. But this was our way of kind of saying, you know, it's coming very soon now. We've got the date. We're going to be opening the doors. We're already planning on having this bit of content, these trading things. We've got all this awesome stuff, but we like your feedback. So it's kind of a non-salesy sales thing. And that went quite well too. And we got some awesome feedback that we've actually been able to use on the site. So all this led up to our early access weekend. Uh, we had a, quite a few signups from our wait list from that. That was great. Uh, the weekend went quite smoothly. A couple of minor technical wrinkles that we had to iron out, um, which we were thankful for because if you've been listening to the other installments of the launch diary, then you'll know that we had some major tech problems um, in the, the week or so leading up to it. So Yep, that weekend went great. And then Monday, we opened the door to the public. So with the launch, the launch ended up exceeding our, our goals and our expectations. And we were so happy that actually the technical problems that we'd had, we didn't have any other major issues once we actually opened the door to the public. So that, st- that staging up, starting with just us two testing, then doing the beta test with a few more people, then the early access weekend where we're starting to really put things to the test and get active users in there, then open the public, that allowed us to get all the major hurdles from a technical point of view out of the way early. And it also gave us some breathing room to put the finishing touches on other bits of content. So, you know, because we were a bit tight on time coming into the launch, there were a few courses that we really wanted available to the public early and we really wanted available for when our early access weekend came in, but we just weren't able to make it on time. But actually the fact that we still were pre-launch and the guys who signed up before the launch knew that we were pre-launch meant that we could say we're still putting the finishing touches on X, Y, and Z. So just give us a little bit of breathing room there. So if you're doing your own launch, I definitely recommend that sort of staggering of a beta test, then an early access for your wait list, then open the doors because so many benefits to that. So the launch itself went great, but there were a few lessons I think now looking back that I'd like to share with you. So obviously when you launch, you will typically have a reduced pricing period. So you want something special to mock the launch. And for us, it was just, reduced billing. It was 25% off the actual membership rate. And that was for a two week period. Now, because our membership site, basically we've got a big course library. We've got several courses added every month. We have uh, different types of live training. We've got actual live expert training where we're running through specific topics. We've got member feedback sessions. We've 
got um, monthly masterminds. So there's so much going on. But what that does is it doesn't leave a lot of room for bonuses because when the product contains, you know, a dozen or so courses, then adding another course on top isn't that much of a bonus. You know, if someone isn't convinced, if someone isn't sold by 12 courses, for example, they're not going to be sold by 13. If someone isn't sold by the fact that there's, you know, two live monthly training sessions, then they're not going to be sold by a bonus exclusive live training session just for signing up early. So that's kind of the downside for going with the content model and the business model we're going with is that it's very limiting to offer bonuses. So we didn't have any bonuses available, which we knew going in, we kind of prepared for. And also, you know, your bonuses tend to work better when it comes to products that are like one course. So you're doing a, an old school style information product rather than a membership site where you have one epic course and you get a bonus of another epic course. So it's not necessarily the, the right for the sort of model we were going for. And also with membership sites compared to online courses and your typical kind of one-off info products, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. So you're not going for the huge launch. The only reason you want to do big numbers for your launch with a membership site really is to get momentum, is to obviously get the funds in because that enables you to reinvest and enables you to spend on advertising. But it's not kind of a one-shot deal like most of these online course uh, launches are where everything is building up to that single short period of time in which you're selling a course and then afterwards you're kind of done. With a membership site, it's all about that recurring revenue. It's all about building, building, evolving and evolving. So using tactics like offering bonuses and, and so on, there's still definitely room for them. They can be used extremely effectively with a monthly membership site. But the downside or the loss from not using them isn't quite as impactful as uh, when it comes to you know your one-off products and stuff. So that was a definite thing we had to contend with. And obviously, if you're doing the sort of product where you're putting a lot into it and there's a lot of content, then you may actually struggle to come up with something that is a suitable bonus. So it's just something to keep in mind. And of course, the time factor came into it. I'm sure if we'd had another month or two of uh, working flat out on the uh, the launch and the product and had we not had some of the issues that came up, then we may have come up with something as a bonus. But ultimately, as I said, there's so much value uh, that's been offered with the Member Site Academy that if that doesn't sell it, an extra little bit of value isn't really going to do it. So because the product encompasses so much, we would have probably had to offer a heck of a lot in order for it to be impactful as a bonus. So we don't feel that it's actually hurt us at all with that. One definite thing that we probably do a little bit differently is that we probably not go with two weeks. So because, you know, when, if you're using bonuses, what that would enable you to do is you have your two week period, you know, you get the first spike of sales because with this stuff, you'll always get a spike at the beginning and a spike at the end. So a spike at the beginning when it first becomes available, you'll be emailing people and reminding them about it throughout that period. But then the real big spike will come at the end when people think that this special offer has gone away. So that's that's a given. If you're using bonuses, you may end up offering, say, two different bonuses. So you'll launch the site, you get your spike in sales. 
Three or four days later, you'll announce an extra bonus that you previously hadn't mentioned. That'll spike your sales. Then a few days later, you announce an extra bonus again. That'll spike your sales. And then you get that spike at the end as well. So that that's a big thing that bonuses do enable you to do. And obviously, because we weren't offering bonuses, then that two-week period was probably longer than it should have been. Because essentially, once the first couple of days had gone, we were getting sales daily, but the big, big spike was at the beginning and we knew that the next big spike would be at the end. So we were essentially just waiting until the end of that two-week period came for the next spike. So we probably would have shortened that. We maybe would have made it a week or perhaps we would have done it where we start out with $29 for one week, then we go to $34.99 for the next then it goes to the full price of $39. So yeah, maybe we would have messed around with the timescale a little bit there. But again, just something to keep in mind in terms of if you're having an introductory period for um, discount pricing, just think about what else you've got going on and actually whether you're just going to be sitting, twiddling your thumbs, waiting for the, uh, the, the discount period to finish up. One thing we did find, we talked a lot about the 30-day challenge, and I think I touched on this in a previous episode of the podcast. The 30-day challenge was phenomenal for list building. You know, we almost quadrupled the size of our list. We had amazing feedback, but because we put so much into it and it uh, became really um, in-depth beyond the point at which we were actually originally intending to make it, then it didn't end up being as good a lead-in for sales as we thought it would be. We did get a number of sales that did come from the 30-day challenge, but the actual proportion of 30-day challenge signups that then went on to join the academy wasn't as high as we would have liked it. And we recognize that a lot of that is actually our fault for making the 30-day challenge perhaps too helpful. (laughs) You know, we put a bit too much into it. So people actually have a lot to already go through that is perhaps providing a roadblock. You know, it's a bottleneck because if you've got a 30 day challenge and you haven't worked your way through it, then chances are you're not then also going to join the academy until you worked your way through the challenge. So that's, uh, it's been a double-edged sword because it's been fantastic on so many levels. You know, we've actually um, turn it into a course that is now available in the academy that enables us to now say when people sign up to our challenge you're going to get this course one email per day for the next 30 days or click here to join the academy so that's given us that angle which is great we've already had signups through that strategy too and we're going to be turning it into a physical book and a kindle book as well and they're going to be fantastic assets not just for uh, lead generation and for building awareness of the academy but also for credibility, you know, still standing up there with a physical book that you've written and you published in your hand is a massive, massive thing in terms of building your authority. So overall 30 day challenge was a great thing that we've done. We're looking at ways in which we can leverage this and uh, utilize it through promoting the academy. But in terms of being a direct funnel into sales, probably too much has gone into it for it to be quite as natural and as easy a flow into people joining the academy as we would have liked. So that's been a definite lesson, a definite outcome from that launch as well. And uh, yeah, we're probably about three or four weeks now past launch. It's gone really well so far. We've had amazing feedback. 
Uh, we're very happy with the number of signups we've had. We did our first live training session, which we were actually both quite nervous about because we haven't really done those ourselves before. And that went very well, even though it did go on a little bit too long because I talked a little bit too much. And now we're outside of the, the launch period. We're kind of opened up. We're kind of free to do a little bit more because that two, that initial launch period is limiting in a lot of ways because everything is focused around the fact that you're in a launch and you can't really implement too much in terms of your long-term sales strategies, your long-term marketing strategies until you're out of that initial discounted period. So now we're out of it, then we can do a lot more and we're starting to implement a variety of different strategies that uh, we're very excited about seeing how they evolve and how they pay off over time too. And of course, we're now approaching probably within the next 10 days or so, we'll be approaching the end of our very first month. So that's where we start to see retention figures. And that's the true measure of how we're doing with the Academy. So uh, we're waiting with bit of breath for that first month to take over, see how our retention goes based on feedback, based on uh, activity that's already going on in the Academy. We're confident about it. So uh, it'll be interesting to crunch those numbers too. So we're going to wrap this up there. Hopefully you found this informative. Hopefully you found it useful and you've been able to learn something and take stuff away for your own membership site. And what we'll probably do in about three months time or so is we'll do a recap. We'll do a review on how things have gone with the Academy since launch. Again, any lessons that we learned, what strategies have worked, what hasn't worked, any challenges we've had and any advice that we have for you guys um, from our own experiences there too. So thanks very much for tuning in. Thanks again for downloading. We really appreciate you downloading every episode of the Membership Guys podcast. Uh, please do get yourself over to iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, whatever you listen to us on, and leave a review uh, if you enjoy the show. I would really appreciate that. That will help us to get the word spread and to reach more people and to help more people with their membership sites. So we're massively grateful for anyone who can leave us a review. And of course, you can catch up with the blog at themembershipguys.com and check out what we're doing at the Member Site Academy at membersiteacademy.com. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll be back again soon with another episode of the Membership Guys podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd like to invite you to download our free Membership Success Toolkit. Simply go to www.themembershipguys.com forward slash toolkit to download it today and you'll get access to our membership site plugin comparison chart, our membership site planning guide and access to our private Facebook mastermind group which has numerous membership site experts and owners sharing advice and discussing all things membership sites around the clock. So that's www.themembershipguys.com slash toolkit to download your free resources today.